part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the devil's blood, <laughs> is what saying. Sanus Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse for another day of Disney and Dank. That didn't all need to be alliterative, but it is. I'm KK. And I'm Wiggles. And today we're here with you to review a Disney Channel original movie and let you know if it gets a puff or a pass from us in 2020. Puff or a pass. It is 2020. It's almost a month. It's Okay, we need to stop about? saying it's 2020 because yeah. we're in February now. Yeah, it's Black History Month. <laughs> Yes, represent. Um, represent, as always. We're and gonna get into a movie that had like one black character, but that had nothing to do with what was going on. It just kind of shook out that way. Yeah. But also, you know, it's Disney. Like, there's not a lot to expect. Let's get. It. I so think we're we only so glad did that the... you're turning back in today because I know we've taken a week off. We, we did took take one a week, week off. off. As we were. Sitting down last week to record Mickey Mouse Greenhouse is when we found out about the passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the other seven passengers on board, or passengers and pilot that were on board the helicopter crash. The death really, we weren't expecting it. It was something that really shook KK and I. So we decided to skip recording last week because it just didn't feel right. Yeah, it was literally we were sitting down to record when Wickles got the text. And it was, I don't know, I feel like there are a lot of emotions around it. I feel like people have given a lot of thoughts and emotions around it. Obviously, we're devastated. I was... It's just personally dumbfounded. I literally couldn't believe it when I heard it. And the news just kept getting worse and worse to the point where I didn't want to look at my phone for a couple hours. But obviously condolences to Kobe Bryant's wife, his his remaining daughters, all of his family, and really to everyone who felt something and hurt off of that. Like My thoughts and prayers with the family. Yeah, it it really affected me in a way I wasn't expecting. I don't think I've ever reacted and grieved for any other celebrity death in the way that I did for this one. And part of it has to do that I was a big basketball fan growing up. My family was a huge Lakers family. We lived in Southern California. And... I had been watching Kobe. I watched Kobe his entire career. Um, I watched the championships. I watched him go from being a young number eight to a talented number 24. And so, yeah, it just, we, we needed to take some time to just talk about how we were feeling and otherwise um, go through the motions. We can edit that. But today, uh, it feels weird. Like, going right into it. No, I mean, we don't have to go right into it. You know, it's just um, something that I feel like, especially at the moment, we didn't... We weren't feeling happy, and we didn't want to talk about stuff like bad things were going on. But today is another week. 
and you know another day another day another day and you know at some point we gotta push forward that's what kobe would do and yeah mamba mentality let's do it here let's keep going with this podcast this dream that we're throwing into the wind and let's, let's see what happens. Let's smoke weed and watch Disney Channel like Channel. <laughs> yeah, why are we being, being so philosophical about this dumbass podcast? Okay. <laughs> so today, here we are. Now we're in February, Black History Month, and we decided to watch a movie that is the antithesis of Black History Month so, with Cadet Kelly. It, it, <laughs> it really kind of shook out this way by random. We did... You know, The Color of Friendship, which, like, in hindsight, we probably should have waited until Black History Month yeah, to do. Fuck. But, you know, there aren't that many black Disney Channel original movies. What we do have to do is Up, Up, and Away. I think that needs to be next. Okay, yeah. Up, Up, I... and Away. Don't remember watching that one, so yeah, you're gonna love it. Yeah, but today's podcast is about Cadet Kelly. <laughs> that was a long detour, and Cadet Kelly was a movie that I watched growing up. And not only did I watch it, I also was a true Hillary Duff stan. So <laughs> I was about Cadet Kelly. I watched all the behind the scenes. I went on to DisneyChannel.com and did like the online Cadet Kelly games. I was a big fan of this movie, but surprisingly, I didn't remember a lot about it. I remember the major plot points. I remember that she threw rifles, but there were a lot of things that had just slipped my memory and it really was almost a little cringy to watch again, but again, I loved it. It was a great bad movie like most DCOMs are, but... I don't think that I watched it, or not, definitely not all the way through. Um, I had seen portions of it, and then obviously they had commercials of it all the time, because Disney Channel only ran commercials of other Disney Channel shit. So, I could probably tell you the commercial verbatim, but never actually watched it. But yeah, this was peak Hilary Duff. I'm not sure if this was before... Yeah, like, Lizzie McGuire has already a big thing at this point for Disney Channel. Yes, Disney Disney Channel released Cadet Kelly while Lizzie McGuire was still a really popular show. Yeah. Yeah, but not to confuse it with the Lizzie McGuire movie. This is Cadet Kelly. This is a totally separate movie. And, okay, so let's get into it. So, Cadet Kelly is a Disney Channel original movie set in 2002, like we said, peak Hillary Duff years. Our main character is Kelly, a young girl who lives and has grown up in Manhattan, goes to an alternative arts focused school filled with lots of ribbon dancing, and eats street cart hot dogs like every other Manhattan girl, am I right? Her parents aren't married, but they have a great relationship as co-parents, and uh, her dad is even very accepting of the man that her mom is dating. Kelly's dad is a traveling photographer. He travels the world. And so Kelly lives with her mom and this guy, if he lives with them. And this dude, his name is Joe. He is 
super like military decorated. I don't even know the right way to say that. His military regalia is like covered in pins. And I know that means a lot. Um, and he seems to get along with the family. Everyone seems to be kind of okay with this awkward, not maybe not awkward, but untraditional parenting situation. While this dude's mustache seems gross, it's a huge turn on to Kelly's mom. And so they announced to Kelly one day that, surprise, they're getting married. Kelly's happy about it. She's like, cool, welcome to the family, dude. Let me now call you sir. Yeah, like Kelly was actually really cool about it. She was really thoughtful and not selfish about it. No. Like You could see that she was like, hey, not happy about this. What I'm not going to do is embarrass my mom right now, you know? Very thoughtful. I really, we're going to get into it, but, you know, the performance by Hilary Duff wasn't that bad. While Kelly was excited that she was about to have a stepdad and their family was growing, she wasn't ready for the next news. They were moving out of New York City. New York City? Yeah, they were moving out of New York City, and Kelly was going to start school on a military base at a military academy. Yeah, where George Washington, George Washington Academy, which is the laziest name that I could possibly think of. It's just like, hey, let's name the race car school after uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt. But uh, not only was Kelly going to this military school, but her new stepdad, Joe, was the commandant, commandant, a.k.a. the headmaster or the principal, whatever you want to call it. He was the head motherfucking charge. And Kelly wasn't ready for it, but she definitely wasn't ready for the rules and the way they did things at this military school compared to her art school where she could like ribbon dance and like make documentary videos about her family. And she just can't be herself and voice her opinions. And at first, she's just not going to stand for it. Yeah, so... While Kelly thought her life was hard, it was about to get a whole lot harder because she met Captain Stone, um, Q, Christy Carlson Romano, who I learned was KK's childhood crush. Hey, I feel like (laughs) you go heavy on the crush. And (laughs) Captain Stone's job is to make the cadets' lives as hard as possible. As hard as possible. And after seeing what Kelly was all about with her kind of alternative style, affectionately gave her the nickname Maggot. Luckily, Kelly meets her bunk neighbor, Carla, who is our only black kid in the film. And Carla and Kelly kick it off. Carla comes from a tough background and she sees the opportunity at the academy as a way to better her life for the long run, which is way different from what Kelly saw as a way to make her life a living hell. One day while they were out doing the workouts and like walking around, Kelly sees that Captain Stone has eyes for this dude, Brad. Brad literally adds nothing to the film besides a penis because dude is not integral at all. But Kelly is, like, in love, like, from the get-go and makes it her mission to get him to notice her. So the military academy is having a dance, which Kelly is thinking, you know, perfect opportunity to, you know, let my hair down, you know, show these people a little bit of New York City. 
but unfortunately captain stone makes her do an obstacle course which i mean to be fair she was failing pretty bad but makes her do an obstacle course all night instead of going to the dance and has to do it of course she's crushed but has to do it with captain ramos who is a badass and also doesn't care about not going to this dance either this is probably the most intense scene in any decom that i've seen up to this point but Cadet Kelly has to run through this obstacle course in the pouring rain. And the last part that she has to get through is is crawling through this muddy trench. And every time she does it, she just is like, you know, just get poked by barbed wire on top of her. Below her, she's just drowning in mud. But she has to crawl through it and do it over and over and over again. So cue the scene where Cadet Kelly is in her elbows in mud. Let's just like act like that didn't happen. Yeah. And Ramos, who she literally calls a slave driver, is, you know, just making her do it over and over again. Like Ramos is like, fuck parties and shit. I just want to watch people suffer. Cadet Kelly is like, look, I'm going to keep trying because, you know, I'm not a quitter. And then she's like, look, this is how you crawl. This is how you do it. And so they do it together, like Ramos and and Kelly as friends. And then she's able to finally get through the obstacle course and they go inside. But as they're going inside, Cadet Kelly trips, falls down a muddy hill and falls into the middle of this dance, soaking wet, covered in mud and right on top of Captain Stone, who of course is covered in mud and thoroughly embarrassed. Yeah, it was pretty nasty. And so because of that, Captain Stone was out to get Kelly. One morning as they're getting ready and their like dorm is being inspected, Captain Stone sees that Kelly still has her blanket from home hiding under her pillow. And partly to make an example of her and partly because she's a cold-hearted bitch, Captain Stone proceeds to rip the blanket to shreds in front of Kelly and everyone else. Because Payback's a bitch, in the middle of the night, Kelly sneaks into Captain Stone's room and paints her hair with multicolored stripes, which was like classic just early 2000s like movie trope. It was a pretty malicious joke. But it's like a real trope of like waking up with stuff in your hair, like in all those kids movies, like Mm -hmm. Parent Trap and stuff. So as she's getting ready and she notices her hair is all painted, she screams so loud and literally everyone around the academy heard her, even the birds. And Kelly thought her life was tough before, but it was about to get a whole lot tougher because Captain Stone was about to make her life a living hell. Due to the hair painting event, Kelly ends up in Joe's office, Joe's stepdad, but also the commandant has to lay down the law and give her an appropriate punishment. So he's trying to, you know, do his best, like, you know, you're getting court-martialed, like, you're lucky I don't stick my foot up your ass, you know, military treatment that he can do, and sees that Kelly is just, you know, she's also trying, but she's she's not doing a good job. And he's like, look, do what you gotta do. I gotta think of a good punishment for you, but, you know, this is a job that I've wanted my whole life. Like, I can't mess this up about by giving preferential treatment to the one girl who I can't give any kind of leeway to. 
Joe comes up with an appropriate solution, which is Cadet Kelly joins the core rifle team. No, 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 no. You skipped the part where he she gets sentenced to cadet court. And so she gets sentenced to cadet court, and that's when cadet court's like, nah, bitch, you join the rifle team. And Kelly's like, I don't even believe in, like, she's like, I believe in gun control. <laughs> she's like, I fucking hate those weirdos who throw rifles everywhere. And so... At first, she joins the team kind of as, like, their keeper. She's just polishing their equipment. She's the equipment manager. Yeah, like, equipment manager. That's better than keeper. But she was the equipment manager, which meant that she had to essentially get the equipment and the uniforms ready, cleaned, pressed, etc. for these little fancy rifle competitions. So she first joins as the manager. (laughs) And then she's like, no, I think this, I like this shit. I think I'm into the guns. And so, and also Brad's on the team. <laughs> so she decides to try out for this rifle team. And of course, right in time for regional championships, Kelly makes the team. Because and- Ramos saves her. Ramos is like, hey, you know. Wow, I forgot about that whole storyline. Yeah, that was a montage. That was you a can't montage. forget about Carla and Ramos because they're really the real MVPs of this story. We'll get into it later. Yeah, so they had they taught her how to throw the rifles and then Kelly tried out for the team and she made the team. So it was a really sentimental moment. They're on their way to regional championships. So on the day of the regional championships, Kelly is so excited. Joe is so proud because this is he was. Wait, sorry, we missed the whole part about her learning how to step and the other step. We missed the part of her learning about how to step before because I didn't say how she and Captain Stone because that was a big thing is when they had their duel off. Oh, remember in the yard? Yeah. Okay, so let's go back. We'll talk about it because that's actually probably the most cringeworthy moment of the entire movie. No, but this was the practicing for it part. I know. Oh. Them in the park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, incredibly cringeworthy. (laughs) But that does happen. They do have, like, a one-on-one dance battle that, like, in the middle of the yard, which is kind of, like, hilarious seeing, like... These two people, like, do this, like, step hip-hop dance in front of each other. Like, you know, like, you got served. It works, kind (laughs) of. So, they're at the regional championships. Yes. Okay, we're back. We're back. I'm back. After they had uh, a warm-up meet against a team that flat-out whipped their ass. Like, this team is really good at this, like, drill rifle shit. Like, a really look like they should be giving them lessons. But they're ready because they have this new routine that is their ace in the hole and they're going to get it. You know, they're just going (laughs) to bring it on. Kelly is super excited to do this and she has Joe in her corner who was really excited that she made the team. And that was a really cool bonding moment where... You know, Joe and Kelly kind of had this moment where they're like, hey, like, I'm going to teach you how to be a dad to a little girl because turns out mom is pregnant. He's like, hey, I'm so proud of you for really trying with this military academy stuff. And there's like, you know, good dad moment. Hashtag good dad moment. 
Yeah. Girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. So Kelly's really excited about this. Her family is there. Her dad is supposed to be there. But dad, of course, the photographer, just like, hey, I'm going to get a few shots in the morning. I'm going to be there. Turns out he's not there. Kelly is worried. She brings her cell phone into the into the first portion of the event, which is a you know legit no-no. But luckily, it doesn't go off. They do a great job. When it's done, though, she tries to call her dad, and he doesn't answer his cell phone, which he doesn't do. So they have to leave and go find out what's going on with her dad. Yeah, like, Kelly was going to go. Mm-hmm. Kelly was like, fuck it. And then Joe was like, look, I trust you. I feel like you're responsible. If you really want to do this, I'm going to help you because we've earned each other's respect. And so Joe is like, fuck it. I'm the commandant and I'm going to go with her. And they go and they find her dad and he fell off a cliff. Yeah. And he looked out of it. Like, yeah, maybe not conscience. Conscious. Yeah. He fell off a cliff, dude. And so Cadet Kelly used her rappel her rappel rope, you know, skills that you learn at a military academy. She goes down. She, I'm not sure if she actually saves her dad or makes the situation worse because she doesn't have enough rope. And so, like, now there's just two people caught on this cliff. And the ambulance was already coming. So, like, there's that awkward situation where, like, now this guy's going to have to save two people. But in any case, uh, they save dad and Cadet Kelly. She... And the Commandant rushed back to the competition. The Commandant is like, hey, 10 points for Gryffindor. I'm not going to do anything to hold her accountable because I was with her when it was happening. And they get into their dance scene. Yeah, and so their dance scene was pretty wild. They were going crazy. They had her and Captain... Stone and Cadet Kelly had this step. I don't is step off the right word to use because I, I don't, don't know, know what, what call you call it in rifling. Maybe that should have been some of our homework, but yeah. So they did their step off, and then they went into their rifle routine, and everyone was shooketh. They were like, "Oh, these white kids learned how to step." And there was ribbons involved. There was ribbons involved in classic two thousand two fashion. And they were so proud of themselves. They did a great job. However, they lost by one point to the team that I was telling you before. Like, they're fucking gangsters. Like, if they have YouTube videos, I would watch them. Yeah, so they lost to them. They got our our George Washington school got second place. They got silver, which is, I could presume, like, the highest they've gotten maybe because... They were upset that they didn't get gold, but they didn't. They mentioned that they wouldn't be there in silver without Cadet Kelly. So I'm not really sure what their previous past rankings were like, but they got silver, which is pretty cool. And Cadet Kelly, who you could tell probably wasn't that good at learning the rifle team rifle routine at Disney Academy because they didn't really show her Cadet a lot of cuts, Kelly a lot of camera cuts. rifling that much, but. Yeah, it was a good feel-good movie, and we wrapped it up with a nice, pretty little bow. Dad's okay. They got second place. Mama's knocked up. (laughs) Mama's knocked up. Joe's proud. 
uh, Captain Stone's going to a new school, but they're going to be besties somehow still. There's absolutely no resolution with any storyline involving Brad. It's just like he doesn't matter anymore. But hey, like, fuck it. He was there for a little bit. You know, good things have happened. Yeah, so we wrap it up with that nice little bow. That was the movie. So how does it hold up in 2020? I'm going to say pretty bad, but also it was very entertaining. I don't think it would uh, not hold up, but it definitely had a few cringeworthy moments. You want to get into it? No, no, no. I was just going to say, I feel like I, I liked it. I still liked it. Definitely had a few problematic parts and some lines of dialogue that were a little fucked up. But overall, I left happy. I Overall, I was just like, yo, this movie is doing a lot. But also, I was like high as fuck. So it was really entertaining. I feel like something that was really underrated was the physical acting by Hilary Duff. I feel like she was very animated- and, like, did a lot of bumping and falling and throwing her body around for a laugh in this movie, which I feel like, respect. Uh, I also feel like I really did admire how much work it probably took all those actors to learn how to rifle. Because I remember watching the, like, Disney behind-the-scenes thing where they were showing them how to rifle and it was like intense and I imagine that these practices were like it probably took a few months to prepare for this movie which I feel like is more um acting and like work in the job than any other movie yeah and I feel like you know they definitely didn't spend that time uh writing the shit because it was (laughs) a little all over the place with the plot yeah, so do we want to get into the cringeworthy moments? Yeah, go for it. What do you think was the most cringeworthy moment? Okay, so I really thought that Brad was making some gross comments. He, at one point after he ran, after Cadet Kelly ran down the hill all muddy into Captain Stone's arms, Brad said this line that was like, Oh, she likes to get down and dirty. And I'm just like, who the fuck are you? Like, like that was just so gross. It was just like, yeah, nah. Like, we dovetailed this scene with you saying that. Like, you rehearsed that. I always am amazed at, like, the things that get through editing in these movies. It's kind of gross. It's weird. So, like, that happened. And then there was another scene, which is, like, when you find out at the end that nobody gets with Brad. Like, there's no, like, Brad gets with somebody, like, payoff. Like, there's this other scene where Cadet Kelly is shining shoes, and he, like, walks in and, like, hey, that's not how you shine a shoe. And then he takes a boot, spits on it, and, like, rubs it while, like, staring at her in a way that I feel is, like, yo, like, what the fuck was going on in there? Yeah, it was kind of nasty. It was like, it was just that it was an innuendo for something more. And it's like gross to think about like 15 year olds. It's not even that it's like because they're 15 year olds. As much as it was just like, yo, that didn't even add anything to the plot. No. And it was like really ham fisted and gross. Like I feel like whoever was writing that scene, it was like, why didn't you even write this better? Like it's just kind of a weird dude. Like. 
Like, that's what he came across as. Like, Brad came across as, like, a weird kind of mean person. Yeah, and I also feel like just another cringeworthy moment was the fact that the mom and the dad presumably were not together because the dad was kind of aloof and the mom was, like, a very rigid lawyer lawyer, um, and, you know, professional person. And so the fact that once she gets with Joe and super decorated former military general, she's like, oh, like, we're going to move and I'm just going to become a housewife and I'm going to learn how to cook and make curtains and there's no takeout nearby. I guess I'm going to have to assume these housewife duties. And I just, like, hated that. I was like... Sister, get with it. Like, y'all need this man. I mean, like, maybe she just wanted to learn how to cook and be pregnant, you know? That was disappointing, though. I mean, Because her yeah. mom kind of seemed like a girl boss, and then she went I mean, she to, was like, absolutely girl boss. Yeah, she was girl boss, and then she just went to, like, being knocked up and unemployed. I keep saying knocked up. <laughs> I mean, like, it's her, like, fucking husband. Damn. <laughs> Like she she got herself pregnant. knocked up. <laughs> it was it was before marriage. <laughs> yeah, because yes. we didn't see no see a wedding scene. Did we see we? a wedding. She, she like told her that they were engaged, and then later she was pregnant. Oh, okay. I, wow, I didn't really catch that as we were watching, but that's pretty progressive. <laughs> <laughs> Is it progressive or just like how people live? What the fuck? <laughs> I feel like it's always weird because. In hindsight, they approached relationships in a way that I thought was more progressive than Disney was back then. But also, which is kind of like, is where people are and have been. Like, we reviewed Smart House and it was like a very, like, you know, like, family, like, losing someone kind of centric issue. And, you know, even uh, The Color of Friendship, like, it was more about, like, race and stuff. This one, you know, focused on blended families in a way that was really smart. Yeah, it was nice. Because I was definitely going to give one more cringeworthy moment. Okay, go for it. Then when they were dancing in the in the field and when they were doing their, like, dance-off, that was super cringeworthy because couldn't none of them dance, but they were trying. Yeah, they were really trying, and... Stepping is also just kind of weird because it has these body movements that you don't really do in dance. And so, yeah, the whole thing was just kind of funny to watch. That was definitely a moment of montage because that, that was, was a like montage, yeah. a, a long scene. It wasn't really a montage. It was just a long scene. I mean, it was a scene without dialogue on purpose, but it was pretty much, yeah, like them... You were supposed to believe that they gained some sort of chemistry through this. It was really funny to watch, though. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, Another montage was when uh, her fellow cadets were teaching her how to rifle. Yeah. Ramos. Ramos, Ramos was, the one was who showing her, her how, how to, to rifle. Yeah. Yeah, so that, those were, that was a montage, and that was kind of nice, because I feel like it was a friendship moment, which we didn't and get was, a ton of. And it was definitely funnier high. Oh, yeah, this movie was definitely funny or high. I was living for it. I liked it just as much as an adult as I did as a kid. And, like, it's... I know it was funny or high because, like, when we were making the intro for this, I was just like, look at all of these plot holes that I did not care about when I was watching this on the first run. 
So, uh, some notable where are they nows. Of course, Hilary Duff, uh, star of this, uh, the titular Cadet Kelly. I feel like the biggest thing that she's been doing is Younger on TV Land, which I haven't seen, but people on Rotten Tomatoes seem to like. You know, maybe I should check it out, but, you know, working, working out here, getting checks. Yeah, she's doing great. Girl crush. We also had Christy Carlson Romano in this film, which... She hasn't done a ton of work since her Disney days. She was in the Kim Possible live action that came out in 2019. But we haven't seen a ton of her. Yeah. But she definitely, like, she had her Disney fame for sure. Yeah, like, she was working a little bit out here in these streets. But not not a lot. Not recently, at least. Um, but, of course, we remember her from Even Stevens, primarily. And then underrated person who is out here doing a lot of work is Brad, who was played by Sean Ashmore, has been doing like a lot of stuff. Has had his likeness and motion capture in a couple of video games, probably most notably Quantum Break. Uh, he was Iceman, Bobby Drake in the X-Men movies. Also, he's on Into the Dark on, that's on Hulu. Um, yeah, so if you thought you had a crush on Brad in this film, you should check out <laughs> Sean Ashmore's real more recent work and see what you think. Yeah, I mean he's he's the working guest out in these streets. Yeah. Also, he has a twin brother doing work as well. So oh. the Ashmore twins. Did you find that on Wikipedia? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate on Wikipedia. No, no, I remember. No. <laughs> When I was growing up and everyone was like, Wikipedia is not... Anybody can make Wikipedia. Everything's unverified there. And then all of those people have weird Facebook pages now. (laughs) Use Wikipedia. And, like, contribute if you can. Yeah, contribute to Wikipedia. Like, you know... Because I don't contribute, so you should contribute. Gives $5 to Wikipedia. (laughs) They'd probably leave that weird banner up. If you like... This show, rate us five stars and contribute to Wikipedia. <laughs> That's going to be the tagline from now on. Contribute to Wikipedia should be the tagline of every podcast. Like, every podcast should do low-key advertises for Wikipedia. Yeah, because that's what they're doing it. all of our research from. <laughs> if everybody just, like, decided, like, nah, like, we're not, we're going to let some corporation decide what Wikipedia does, like, we'd all be fucked. Like, yeah. that's it. I don't that's know all how we to have. live my life without it anymore. Oh, okay, what um, do you think? ribbon dancing and uh, the difference in talent between Cadet Kelly and the actual uh, drill team that was like whooping ass in there yeah. is definitely funnier high. But yeah, I sure. definitely feel like I'm going to give this a puff. For a second, I was like, ah, I don't know. like, But when I think about it, like I was entertained the whole time. It wasn't the best movie. You know, if you're watching this like I am, you're going to be high as shit. So you're not worried about all the plot holes. You're worried about some good physical comedy, some laughs, and some also cool military stuff. You know, it's a funny movie. I feel like you'd enjoy it. Yeah, I am giving Cadet Kelly a puff, a hard puff, two puffs. I'm giving this a puff puff because I truly loved this movie watching it again. I was also super baked. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And it was definitely funny or high. And I feel like there was this one moment where AK and I were playing this game because I play rugby and we were trying to see 
what positions we were trying to guess what position all of these cadets would play in rugby and as someone who has played a military academy these these military academy people are ripped so i was like having a lot of fun imagining what what position they would play that's so random that has nothing to do with your experience watching this movie hey if you play rugby and you listen to this like you know rate us five stars rate us five stars (laughs) and judge every decom main character by which position they would play on the pitch yeah for all of my ruggers who are listening i said that i thought cadet kelly would be a flanker and the reason why i thought she'd be a flanker is because she is kind of small but you can not super small but she's like powerful and the way that she stepped i'm like girl has determination she spent a lot of time learning that routine she probably worked towards learning how to stick her tackles off a scrum so to me hillary duff in cadet kelly is a flanker and that's been rugby corner (laughs) and this has been the mickey mouse greenhouse Yes, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us. We are, this was our fourth episode, and we've been having so much fun doing this. So thanks for sticking with us and listening again this week. I'm Wiggles on the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm here with my partner. KK, and we're going to maybe watch the Super Bowl or just eat bean dip. I made bean dip because it's, the dish that my family had every single year while watching the Super Bowl. And so even though we're probably not going to watch today because we're going to have like a presumably unreliable online stream, we're going to eat the bean dip. Hey, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Sprinkling allegedly's. (laughs) Okay, y'all have a great week. Have fun watching the Super Bowl tonight. And rate us five stars. Bye. Oh, follow us on Instagram at Mickey Mouse Greenhouse.